Welcome to the Less True podcast presented by Gulf Food, the largest annual FMB sourcing event in the world. I'm your host, Jueria Hersey, bringing you compelling stories and insights to a wide range of topics in the food and drinks industry, from farming, behind the scenes, to the culinary world, and to foods we simply love to chew on. In this podcast series, we speak to people, brands, and businesses across the food and drink spectrum to find out more about why they do what they do and how, in their own way, they're championing change and shifting the future of food and drink. Trust me, there's so much more, so listen to the Less True podcast on our website, gulffood.com, and subscribe to our newsletter for the latest updates in food. Welcome to the Less True Podcast. I'm your host, Jerry Hersey, and in this episode, we have an incredible guest with us, Mohamed Aisawi, who is a fifth-generation farmer from France. He left his engineering career to plant seeds in the desert with the goal of growing plants, fruits, and vegetables in forest soil without disrupting the ecosystem. Now the CEO and founder of My Farm Dubai, you can say he was destined to live ankles deep in the desert of Dubai to pursue his deep love of educating and harvesting organic produce. Thank you so much for joining us, Mohammed. Thank you, Jawaria. Thank you for this interview. It's a, it's a pleasure to have you here. So um, before we get into it, um, can you walk us through uh, your journey in becoming a farmer in the Middle East? <laughs> I, I was born in the south of France in a farm. My both grandfather were, were from Morocco. They left Morocco around the 60s and they reached uh, France um, uh, in the south. And at this time, the, 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 the only work they had uh, was far, uh, to be farmer. That's what they, they were before, actually. I was born in a farm and then I became engineer. And today I'm trying to use my knowledges to um, build this kind of symbiosis between the technologies and the technologies which are safe for us like we can talk about the irrigation systems, uh, humidity control, temperature control. So we can use all those technologies without to disturb the ecosystem. So the idea is to continue that way, develop the farms, the organic farms, but to make it easier than what uh, has been done uh, by my, my, my family, for example. Yeah, so we'll come back to the details of the technologies that you use in My Farm Dubai. I want to hear a little bit more about your family's influence, especially you speak about your grandfather. Can you tell us the history of your family farm or how it has grown over the years and what uh, changed? I, I still speak you? about him. And by the way, my both grandfather were farmers, one in the southeast of France from my mother family. Uh, my mother's side, and the other one on the south uh, southwest, from my father's side. So, when we had holidays, you know, we have two weeks of holidays every two months in France. So yeah. I used to go back to my mother family for holidays for vacation, and both were farmers in different scales. Uh, one with a small farm in the southeast, the other one with a much bigger farm in the southwest, and. It was for me my second home, like I used to grow, uh, to enjoy my time, you know, when you are, uh, you are on the weekend and yeah. when you are with your cousin, family, that's where you enjoy your life. True. And, uh, <laughs> and the rest of the week uh, you're at school and, and that's completely different. 
And I, I used to grow up with my cousins, my uncles, my aunts. And I believe all my family participate to, uh, you know, educate us um, on this way. F to, to, grow, to grow up in a farm, it's a kind of, uh, uh, it was a gift for me. Um, because you learn the most important things. Um, my, fam my grandfather, he was working really hard. Imagine when you have a big family, you leave your country and you don't speak even well the language. Uh, yeah. he, he never went to school. Um, he lost his fa family, he lost his parents very uh, early. And so he used to take care of his brother and sister as well. Wow. So really, really young. So he was a very, very uh, strong uh, person. Um, so you would say you were, you grew up immersed in agriculture. It's not something that came to you exactly. later in life. Exactly. Okay. All right. So um, I want to move on to my farm, Dubai. Um, being the founder of a self-sustaining eco farm, how did the journey of my farm, Dubai, start? Where did it begin? What is the story there? Uh, I have an amazing story about that. When I came to Dubai, I came with half of my bag with uh, the seeds from my, my grandfather. Oh. So I, I took care of this heritage. Half of my bag was the seeds, the rest my, my clothes. And without the, the idea to, to grow, uh, to, 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 do, to build a farm or whatever, the idea was only to keep the heritage with me. Okay. Um, when I came to Dubai, I came as an engineer, but uh, one day, um, you know, we all have this kind of small area in front of our villa, of our doors, of our buildings. Yes. And uh, so uh, what was amazing that the small few square meters were empty in front of, in front of mine. Usually you see green plants, yes. which are not like linked to food. We know that uh, mostly more to look green than uh, anything, anything else. Yeah. And I have few kids. I had few kids around moving around and they had nothing to do. Uh, they, they were asking to do some activities. Then came, came to me the idea to share the seeds from my grandfather. So I opened the bag and I just start to share the seeds with them. They started okay. to plant the first seeds and they call it uh, my farm. My farm. <laughs> so, so they said that there was where our the farm. name came from. Exactly. Okay. Came from them. And at this time, uh, we had the, you know, the manager of the, 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 the compound. He came to us and he said, Mr. Mohammed, that's useless. Nothing is going to grow. It's too hot. It's a uh, you need to use uh, chemicals and fertilizers and things like that. We say, we don't care. We just try. Uh, with the kids. Uh, the idea here is not to harvest fruits and veggies. The idea is to uh, teach how to plant. That's amazing. After yeah. a few months, they had uh, they, came, they came back to us <laughs> and they said it was not allowed to grow all those cucumbers on the street. And Because <laughs> <laughs> so, it was flourishing. So exactly. So we went back to, we jumped, uh, we took the garden back in our, my, my personal garden. So four square meters, we jumped into 20. Oh, wow. We got some media support and things like yeah. that about the story. We went to, uh, we got the call and the friends suggested to, to share with, uh, with us his farm. So we did some tests, thousand square meters. And now we jumped into my farm, which is the official one, uh, 10,000 square meters. So 10, that's, uh, meters. that's something quite, uh, that's very, good. very impressive. <laughs> and, um, you, you come from the tech industry engineering. So what would you say are the technologies that you are using 
in the farm that optimize organic food production safely. And if you could just touch upon carbon farming or the practices that you have adopted in line with this. The we have very few simple things that we can use already. And you know, the, the idea is to use technologies which are easy to use for the staff as well. Yeah. Uh, we know a lot of uh, labors and uh, are, are coming from Pakistan, India, um, Bangladesh. They, they, they never went to school. Yeah. And the idea is to use technology first, which are easy to control, easy to maintain. So we don't want to use the high tech uh, at this level. Yeah. Um, for example, we can speak about the irrigation system. If I compare my grandfather, I saw my grandfather giving water to the plant with, with his hand one by one. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, not the kind of job I'm doing now. I'm using a specific irrigation system to give to each plant the water she needs exactly at the best time. So we can still use the traditional way of farming combined with the new technologies to save, reduce the water consumption. Yeah. reduce energy, uh, electricity as well. We can control the humidity and the temperature and the greenhouses now. Yeah. So we can use those technologies without to disturb the ecosystem. Speaking of not disturbing the ecosystem, I know um, right now the UAE being based in Dubai, UAE has recently set out plans to strengthen the quality and safety of local produce. So how would you say My Farm Dubai is contributing to that and the overall UAE food security plans? 2051. The, what I believe the most important is to build a strong system. Uh, we need to, um, to understand how it works, uh, reduce the consumption. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, at the farm, we, 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 we don't use a fridge, for example. We, the fridge is a land. So this is a way to reduce the energy. So if, we, if you need one kilo of carrot or one kilo of tomato, we're going to harvest at the same time and give it to you. Yeah. So the idea is to build a system which is adapted to our needs. We know that the most important issue we have here is um, the food waste. And uh, it's not enough to be an organic farm. The idea is to build an organic farm, but on a sustainable way. If I produce more, but we have more food waste, well, it's completely it's useless. It's useless what we are doing. And actually, that's really hard in this country because we have a lot of tourists coming. So we are in the worst scenario to, be, to, be, to, 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 to build a farm. Yeah. But also at the same time, we, we have a lot of guests coming. So it's a kind of welcome to share big tables, big yeah. buffet in the restaurant, hotels. Yeah. I think I heard you say somewhere that um, obviously you have a huge community that you uh, that are very hands-on that coming to your farm and love to support the farm. So when they travel around the world, they bring you seeds from across the world to you to plant those seeds at the farm. How, how is that experience like? And can you tell us a little bit more on that? That was, it was really surprising. Um, when you are passionate about something, sometimes you are really focused on it. But what I've seen when I opened the farm, I saw a lot of people, even they wanted to, to support the farm, to want to support the project, the idea. Yeah. And we have um, all the communities in UAE. And the idea is to join all together and to do the same with our, our traditional way to, 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 to cook. And so when you cook special dishes, you need special food. And this special food is coming from different areas around the world. And yeah. the idea is to reduce the carbon, the carbon uh, footprint as well. 
So the produce locally is one of the best way also to understand how it grows. Um, we say that we are not using chemical at the farm, but the farm is open every day. So people are coming, joining us for the workshops so they can see uh, those things growing. And yeah. they're amazed to see seeds from the US growing to Japan. <laughs> That's amazing. Growing in the desert. It's just so beautiful how the community is literally hands-on. And uh, what would you recommend uh, if we want to grow our own foods in our own backyard. And can you tell us a little bit more about your seeds and what's special about the seeds that you grow and sell? So last uh, last year, we, we supported more than 250 gardens to grow uh, to grow their food in, in their garden. And, uh, 250? To more, more than 250. Wow. Okay. So we, the most important is to grow in an organic way. Um, prepare the soil with a fertile, uh, fertile compost um, avoid, avoid the use of chemicals. That's something really important because if you if you grow food with chemicals in your garden, sorry, but it's better to go to the market. Uh, the idea is to use your energy, uh, use your time to grow a better quality and healthy as well. And for example, like consumers like myself, we're constantly hearing about GMO, organic food craze, right, and the toxins of pesticides. What are your general thoughts on that? And speak about the seeds that you use and how how it's literally mm -hmm. the best in town <laughs> so the 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 thing is we know today that the, the use of pesticide or chemicals are bad for our health and uh, the environment as well so that's not the question we we know that uh, how many how many people are sick how many cancers everyone here around the table know that we have a lot of people sick uh, and and we we have to we have to work in a, um, we have to be clean with our environment we have to be that's for us actually the GMOs and our new technologies that we don't know hundred percent exactly what's going to happen with um, I'm not here to say that's bad good or not um, yeah. The, the idea is to, for me, the only thing that I'm, I'm sure that we, we need to protect our heritage. Um, that's my vision. We need to protect the heirloom seeds from our ancestors. Yeah. And we have to keep the, for, as an engineer, which I should say, like, we need to keep the backup system. <laughs> backup system. So that, that's what you try to do yeah. with the farm. Keep the heritage of the world, uh, even if that's, we are in the, the worst scenario, the worst case, we are able to do it if we are able to do it here in the UAE we are able to do it almost everywhere around the world that's very true and uh, you obviously play an important role um, on the farm how do you balance that role while also teaching and conducting these educational workshops and tours um, do you have any programs that raise awareness at a grassroots level um, because you're helping these families especially children's how do, you how do you make them understand and develop a closer relationship with the food they consume? <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, not easy at all to have those different uh, roles, to be honest. Um, as I mentioned, uh, we have to be very, uh, very passionate about what we are doing and very well organized. Yeah. Um, for myself, we need, I need to eat very well. Um, I consider my, my body as a lab. So I try to have a very good food quality. Mm. And, and, and for the kids, 
for the kids what we try to do we try to um, to show them sometimes we don't need to speak that much we only you know when we have visitors we have kids families they come at the farm they need they see a new goat uh, a goat uh, giving a, a newborn yeah so you have a kind of silence silence uh, at the uh, at the farm nobody talk but something is happening and they understand uh, they understand that we need to respect this is alive and they they see the chicks uh, with the new eggs hatching yeah. in the machine so we open it and they have a look and you can have 20 kids and they they are completely in a silent mode oh my god so that's, that's so beautiful. surprising yes so what is next for my farm dubai what is what can we expect from you the next step is uh, to support to 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 support to make more farms in the uae okay. um, help more schools we started uh, last year with the different garden projects um for example we have uh, we supported the arbor school so we did the farm inside the school so the idea is to the sc- to grow this community around the farm it's the idea of the project my farm is not to build the farm the project my farm is to build a community around it uh, it's really more important because even if we have one hectare 10,000 square meters but with you with you with you with you we have it's unlimited yeah that's very true um i just want to move to um the fine dining industry uh as you know michelin guide uh, is now in dubai and uh you work with a lot of michelin starred chefs who source produce from your farm i would love to hear a little bit more about these chefs and restaurants and your overall influence on the fine dining ecosystem we are very proud uh, of our chefs partners and uh, s- most of them they support the farm from the beginning some of them f- a few days ago yes before yesterday they got yeah. uh, they got the start yes and uh, i can speak about imanchu uh, from tracing studio uh, chef gregoire from oceano in atlantis uh table from uh, with chef carlos he he got amazing support as well and yeah. uh, dominico from alici those people they are from different area <coughs> around the world italy france uh mexico uh, india uh, but they have the same passion about it and they understand very well what we are doing at the farm so that the most important for me as my work is really hard is to share it with the right people that they understand how it's hard to do it they understand we have seasonality as well so it's not like tomorrow you click you on an ingredient you exactly get on the spot. yeah you click on the laptop Seasonal. and you get it in the next hour so it's not working like that at all so you need to understand the system and then last thing is what is very important for me is we see it, we we saw it with the with the michelin uh, guide they increase the value of our product so we give them like uh, a, a special leave and they do something amazing with it that's, that's something we are proud yeah. of yeah and um i just wanted to ask you more about like so we understand that most gourmet and specialty restaurants are keen on adopting locally produced sustainable foods on their menus do you see a future where more and more restaurants focus on quality freshness and climate friendly foods instead of like bulk produced or simply cheap uh, products? Mm, I will give an example for that one. Uh, for example, with Chef um, Chef Imanchu from Tracing Studio, we we built a garden together on the Nakhil Mall uh, rooftop. 
So he's growing special plant and flowers for, for his menu that's full of colors, uh, if you have a look. And we can do more fresh than that. I mean, like you grew in front of the customers. Yeah. Uh, that I believe the future of farming. You need to grow it in front. And I believe the quality of the green ingredient, uh, if the quality of the ingredient are high, uh, that's easier for the chef. So he can manage, balance the flavor, balance with a small amount of everything that's for fine dining, that's something really important. important. Yeah. And are you working with any of these uh, selected restaurants, apart from the ones you've uh, named, maybe upcoming projects? We, we got some calls from one and only. Oh. Uh, so the idea is yes. to continue. Even we are not pushing uh, people. We, we, we are doing a very hard job, focus on our work. And the idea is to, to attract naturally people who understand what we are doing. We are not doing any promotion. Prom we don't promote about our work. Um, we just do our best. Actually. I mean, it, we can literally see that what you're doing and it, you don't have to sell yourself because you're doing something with, for the community and it's an amazing, amazing work that you have there. Um, finally, on a lighter note, before uh, we wrap up this uh, episode, I would like to hear from you five most important tips you would pass on to anyone considering a farm business. That's uh, really hard. Even <laughs> I don't consider myself as a mentor or whatever. I don't need to. Um, the most important thing for me is to be passionate about it. Um, it's, a, it's a hard job. I need to be strong mentally and physically. Yeah. So imagine that we have a 50 degree in the shade. Uh, last week it was uh, up to 60 uh, without shade. Oh my so you need, uh, if you have a leakage, if you have issues with electrical uh, issues or whatever, uh, you don't have time to call uh, the, the plumber or the technician. You have to do it yourself sometime because if you wait five minutes, you're going to lose all the water at the farm. Um. So you need to work hard uh, to be hard physically and mentally. Um, um, something very important, you need to, if you build a farm, you need to use the circular systems, uh, grow your own materials. Like if you need uh, to, for construction, you can grow your bamboos. If you need, uh, of course, uh, the seeds, produce your own seeds, produce your own compost, produce the food for the, your animals. Um, still learn. We discover every time better ways to do things. We have new technologies. They can be bad, they can be good, but yeah. we have still to be uh, open to it. Um, keep the farm open. For me, uh, something very important is to keep the farm open uh, to the public, even if you have fees to come and visit. But that's going to um, to keep you, uh, th this is a better way to, to keep you, to, to be aware. Like when you have visitors, you know that you're going to take care of everything to be true. clean. And, <laughs> And the last things I sh uh, suggest is to accept the mistakes as well. You have to, maybe that the most difficult one, you're going to do a lot of mistakes, but uh, you, you need to learn from it. This is just literally the last one. Um, what is your favorite crop to grow in the desert? I think I can guess this one. Is it tomatoes? Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> Why? Because the tomatoes you can yes. you can add it to uh, to almost everything. Uh, you, uh, we can't call the salad the salad if it's original. It doesn't have tomatoes. <laughs> and, right. and easy to cook. You just cut. You add some basil. You add some plant, uh, some uh, herbs. Uh, 
uh, dry fruits, uh, whatever. You can do an amazing salad if you have good tomatoes. Yeah. And we have 160 varieties of tomatoes at the farm. So imagine. 160. Uh, it's not on a big scale. Yeah. <coughs> we, we do it as a museum more than a, a production. But the idea is to show that the diversity coming from our ecosystem and, and different use. You have some tomatoes are for the sauce, some tomatoes are for the salad. Yeah. Uh, so you can, you can choose. That's amazing. Um, thank you so much for taking the time, uh, Mohammed, to come to our studio today. It was a, this was a great, insightful conversation. And uh, if you have any last words that you would like to add or where our listeners can find you on maybe we, your website or My Farm Dubai. Yes, we are, we are open on the season uh, from end of September uh, to usually Ramadan. Um, we, we host the guests at the farm for workshops, uh, tools, harvest tools. So people, they join us with the basket and they can harvest in life. So the idea is to, to avoid the, the food waste as well. So you, you harvest what, what you need. So it's more than uh, uh, feed yourself, feed, feed your body. It's also feed your, uh, your soul. Like when you have your kids with you and and you show them how to harvest the carrot and few things like that. It's very basic things, but make yeah. a huge uh, difference on, on the education. That's beautiful. Well, thank you so much. Thanks to you, Joria. No thank you for thank this interview. You. We hope you enjoyed the first episode of our Let's Chew podcast. And if you did, please share and leave us a review. Bye for now and until next time. <laughs>